Hello and welcome to the With Flow podcast, a weekly show for high-achieving, purpose-driven women who are ready to ditch the hustle. I'm your host, Laura, from Business With Flow, cyclical business mentor and systems and planning queen. My mission is to empower you to run your business and your launches without the burnout. In this podcast, we'll be chatting all things cycle syncing, intuition, and doing business your way, combined with some of the more practical aspects, like systems and planning and tech. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the With Flow podcast. This week, I have another amazing guest expert to share with you. I chatted with the very delightful Jane Mackay from Jane Mackay Communications. If you don't know Jane, she is a marketing consultant and coach who has been in the online business world for more than 15 years, so she knows her stuff. Jane works with coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs who want to stand out and amplify their personal brands. And that is exactly what we're diving into in this episode. We talked all about what the difference is between a personal brand and a business brand, the foundational elements of a good brand, and some of the tried and true methods for standing out online that aren't just keeping up with all of the latest fads. Jane and I had a lot of fun recording this interview. As you'll hear as you go through, there is a lot of fun, a lot of laughter, and a lot of great wisdom and nuggets of gold from Jane. So let's jump into the interview. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the With Flow podcast. It's so good to have you here. Thank you, Laura. I'm excited to be here. So I thought today would be really great for us to have a little chat about uh, personal branding. Now, you obviously help people in a lot of areas, um, marketing, communications, branding, web design. You know, there's quite a long list. So you've got a lot of knowledge in a lot of areas of online business. But Personal branding, I think, is one of those things that has become such a big thing in the last few years, right? No longer are yeah, people yeah. creating businesses that sit under this, uh, you know, business brand. Like we are becoming our brand. So I thought it'd be great to have a little mm -hmm. chat about, you know, what are the differences between a personal brand and a business brand? And what are the foundations of having a good personal brand? You're right, because... Personal branding has, I think over the last two years and what we've been through, people now are looking to connect really authentically with the people that they're doing business with. So us as service providers, we are our brands and that is what a personal brand is. It's not about my fancy logo or the fonts that I use or the colours, which are my jam. I've literally spent this morning designing a brand, a logo. But it's actually about one of the most important things you can do in business to me and the way I approach personal branding is to ensure that my clients feel really aligned with their values and make sure that that is come through in every area of how they market their business. And it's not just speaking your values. It's about, it's not just talking the talk, but it's about walking the walk as well, because feeling authentic and aligned with your branding. And I know authentic, it's bandied around a lot, but I still use it because I still love it because it is a word that does what it needs to do, allows you to become more visible in your personal brand. So if we think about that, a lot of people struggle with being visible in their brand, be it a business or a personal brand. 
if we feel really aligned with our marketing, how we're showing up, how we say our messaging, if we go through the process of distinctly describing our personal brand values, going really deep on our messaging, making sure that those things feel aligned to us, we're much more likely to show up and be visible in our brands. So the difference between a personal brand and a brand, obviously we have these big faceless brands, but we can also have our business brands, but at the same time, we can leverage our personal brand to build our business brand. So when we have a personal brand, that's really what people get to know, like, and trust. You can then transpose that know, like, and trust onto your business brand. But my business is called J Mackay Communications for a reason. I always knew I was going to be the face of the brand. But in saying that, it gives people one thing to remember, which is just my name. But <laughs> I'm very much a, you get what you see kind of person. And that's what personal branding gives you. But you need to be crafting your personal brand in a strategic way. Like you get one go at trust. And as service providers, we are all in the business of trust. And you get one go at that and you stuff that up and customers are gone forever. Anyway, did that even ask your question? (laughs) No, that was perfect. And I was nodding my head the whole way through because you're so right. It's about trust and being authentic to who we are. And I think, you know, it's one of the things that get bandied around a lot, right? Like what you see on social media isn't always a true reflection of who someone is, what's going on in their life, what's going on in their business. It's often the highlight reel, but it's the Mm. same thing for, you know, if you show up online in with a certain persona and then someone comes into your coaching program or they come on, you know, to have you build their website or whatever it might be. And you're a completely different person. Like instantly people are like, Hmm, what's going on here? Mm. Like, you're not the person I thought you were. Um, so it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. You were saying it starts with being authentic, authentic. And it's a dangerous thing to do is like we effectively mimic the, often I see this, we mimic the big names in our industry. Really dangerous thing to do because you're creating a business and you're attracting clients who are not a values alignment with you. Like I would get caught out in like one minute (laughs) if I ever was like this shiny (laughs) person with this amazing hair and then they get on a call with me and I'm like, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, a bit uh, looking tired <laughs> today. <laughs> and there's so many elements that comprise a personal brand. There's the values, the messaging, your personality. And if you're trying to be someone you're not, you're going to burn yourself out really fast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so much easier to just be who you are because then you don't have to try and remember who you're trying to be. You just are. Absolutely. As you were saying, like there is so much more to branding than just your logo, your fonts, the colors that you use, all of which is important, but there is so much more to your brand than just those things. And you touched on a couple of things there. Could you maybe expand a little bit more about what what are the different aspects that encompass your brand as a whole? I actually know this because it's all in my signature system. Um, Can I remember it right now? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It starts with your values Uh, because you you show up and you be you, you have your values. And there, your values are so much of a core of who you are as a being. 
that they are central to your beliefs. Now, your beliefs are central to your identity. So that's why we start with values because they just, they're, they're the foundation of who you are. And they're also, when you work with clients, they're that alignment piece. It's really important. It's important in every business, like culture fit, hiring, everything. We can apply that to clients when we're service-based. Your vision, like what do you want to do? What's the big thing that you're achieving? Your mission, how are you going to get there? Your purpose, why are you here? Because everything you do in business comes down to why. Your method, so I, I, I alluded to my signature system. That's how I do marketing, personal branding with my clients. That's unique to me. So that's my unique selling proposition, my USP or whatever. How you package that. How you package your unique zone of genius and deliver it to your clients. And then we move on to, to the bigger things, your legacy. So once you've achieved your vision, what's your legacy going to be? And I was having a conversation on a podcast before this, um, and I sort of freaked out my guests a little, which was a bit weird, but I said, you know, as service-based businesses, when we deliver our service, the flow on effects from that. So how we change people's lives and the impact of that is actually exponential. So if we help people make more money, that flows into their family, flows in the community. If we help people make a really positive life change. So for example, this person I was speaking to was a sobriety coach. The flow on effects of that are exponential. And when you multiply that over your lifetime, that's your legacy. And when you put that perspective on it, you know, you better get started. You've got a lot of work to do. So they're <laughs> all the sort of different elements of a personal brand and how impactful it can be and the positive influence we can have on people. And that's sort of how I come to personal branding. But a lot of people do it differently. But I'm very much about that value-based, the big vision realizing your vision, seeing your legacy and coming from there, even if you started from nothing. If you help 10 clients over a lifetime, you've still changed exponentially so many people's lives. I love that. And it's something to keep in mind, right? And as you were saying, particularly if you are just starting out, you're in the early stages of business and it feels like maybe you're not quite yet making the impact that you want to have on the world remembering that it's not just one person but it's the flow on effect that that has mm. so mm. love that that's great so if someone in that case was just starting out in terms of building their brand or designing you know their brand and their business and what it is that they stand for how do you suggest people get started are there specific um, activities or things that you think are really a good place for people to start and determining what their mission and their vision and and those kind of things are well obviously you start with who you're going to work with why are we going to work with them and how are you going to change their lives that's it that's it. all you need to know and it's really important because if you define who you're going to work with in a really specific way and give it that due consideration from the perspective of why you're helping them it helps you uncover, like I go through a process with clients of their fears, their aspirations, their dreams, 
what keeps them awake at night, all of that sort of thing that helps you go to the real gold of why you're doing what you're doing. And, you know, I know when I've reached the sort of the point with a client of really getting to that understanding of that is normally they cry. Like they are so impassioned by helping these people and they're so excited by it, they get super emotional. And the thing about creating a business is you have to be super clear on what you're doing, why you're doing it, because that's going to get you through the bad days. Having a vision and staying true to that vision is what helps you have resilience and grit and to get back up. And you talked about Instagram being the highlight reel. So much of what we see is a highlight reel. We don't see the bad days and we all have bad days. I've been doing this for 13 years and I've, I've cried more times than I can count, but I've had more epic, awesome, amazing days than I've had terrible ones. But you just got to keep going. But help having a big vision, understanding why you do what you do and who you're doing it for is what's going to keep you going through the bad days. I love that. I think, and I feel like maybe the tide is starting to change a little bit, but for so long, the whole thing in the online business world was how much money can you make? Yeah. You and know, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, I think it's very important that women have money because we know when women oh, have money, yeah. we have the power to change the world. I'm fully on board with lots of women earning shit tons of money. Yeah, but it let's just, do that. But it just <laughs> really started to feel like that was the only reason people wanted to have a business was to earn lots of money. And I love that you have sort of brought it back to, you know, what is the impact that we want to have on the world? Who are the people that we want to help? And how is that going to change the world? Because there are more ways than one that we can support people to, you know, change the world, change their lives than just having um, a lot of money. So I really love that perspective. And I, I'm starting to see, not sure about you, but it does feel like the tide is starting to shift a little bit in terms of, yes, money is great. Let's celebrate having lots of money, but also there are other reasons to have your own mm. business and money is just one of them. One, one little one is money should be the, like the side benefit should be the core benefit of having a business. And I think COVID's crystallized that. Obviously, yeah. like it's almost like pre-2019, 2019 and before it was the halcyon 80s, but everyone was going after the dollar. <laughs> but now people have realized that life needs to be about more than that. Because we mm. all, there's so many people who had cruddy jobs just to make money. And now people are coming back, well, actually, what's my purpose? Why am I here? Life is fickle. Life can be very short. You know, we can't overlook the number of people whose lives have been affected, whose lives have been lost through COVID. Wow, you know, I need to be doing something bigger than me for a purpose bigger than I am. And while money is amazing because it is a tool that helps you impact more lives and money in the hands of women, we know that that means women are more likely to help their community with money. It's not the sole, it's not the primary goal because if you have a business that feels unfulfilling, you're never going to get there. It's going to suck. Oh, yes. You know? <laughs> Otherwise, we'd all just yes. have OnlyFans accounts, Laura. You know, it's. 
Oh my goodness. (laughs) Not sure how I feel about that, but great point. (laughs) So obviously, you know, when it comes to online business, being visible is a big thing, right? And you kind of talked about it before, you know, we we're on Instagram and we're showing up who we are. That's one of the ways that we bring people in. But we also know that trends seem to come and go each and every single day. It feels like right yeah. now, right? Like yeah. one week, this is the thing to do. Then it's this, then it's that, you know, I mean, six maybe it was a year ago clubhouse was the thing is anyone even still on clubhouse i I did love clubhouse back in the day but i lost days on clubhouse yeah really interesting conversations but yeah it is yeah so i'm just wondering what are some of the things that you see that are maybe you know the long lasting things the kind of tried and tested things that you are seeing working or the things that maybe are coming now that feel like maybe that less of a fad, less of a trend and more something that we should embrace or, you know, start to maybe even just play with? Well, I hate to say it, guys, but SEO was unsexy as it is. Yeah. SEO yeah. will always pay its dues. Like it is a very, people who are looking through search have higher click-through, have a lower, you know, bounce rate through search. Anyway, great content, great content, long-form content that people can engage with will never go out of style. Now, whether that's in the form of a video, which they've all gone now to reels on Instagram anyway, or Mm -hmm. podcasts, podcasts are incredibly impactful. Podcasts are massive. And again, they're just a form of long-form content. You write a blog post, a podcast, and do a video that you then put on a reel, because they're all reels now. You know, I'm all about maximizing ROI on one piece of content. So you can Mm. take one piece of content, have it as a blog, record it as a video, put it on your YouTube, record it as a long video, put it on your Instagram and your Facebook, but who's on Facebook anymore? Um, Not as businesses anyway, poor old Facebook. You know, and <laughs> pick out snippets and put them as, you know, short reels, stories, YouTube shorts, TikToks, if your audience is there. And, you know, but it's content. People want quality content or they want, they want something to connect with. So they want, like, TikTok does well because people are funny and we love humor. But content that's not just boring old I've just Googled this and regurgitated it, but infusing your personality into it and don't be afraid to be the quirky one, the weird one and say something incredibly awkward, you know, because that's how people remember you. That's how people get to know you and then they want to work with you because they're like, hey, I want more of that vibe in my life. That would be fun. Like let's make marketing fun or let's make business coaching fun. But yeah, content, it's always going to be content because we're, we're always competing for certain currencies. So we've got time, we've got energy, we've got money. So I know social media always feels like attention seeking, which we are. And we're asking people to pay attention to us, but at least make that time enjoyable for them. Yeah, absolutely. Boring. I'm sick of boring content. Anyway, sorry. As you were. Yeah, no, I totally get what you mean. And it it kind of comes back to what you were saying before, you know, that like long form content and delivering, you know, the goods, but doing it in a way that is really 
authentic, coming back to, you know, what we were talking about earlier about that is, and this is the reason why I love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I love having a podcast because it feels like you're having a conversation, conversation. with a friend, right? And it's a beautiful way if you want to work with someone and maybe you don't have the budget right now, you can use their podcast or their YouTube channel or whatever and, you know, glean what you can from their free stuff until you are ready to to pay. But it's also a good way just to get to know if people are your people. Do you get the right, as you said, do you get good vibes from them or do you listen to them and you're like, oh my God, I just... They seem lovely, but I just can't, you know, their voice isn't to me or, you yeah, know. You know it could be their voice. They, like I just couldn't listen yeah. to that voice for an mm. hour a week on coaching call. Like, yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure people think that about my Kiwi accent and I don't take any offense to that. But, yeah, like, you know, you, their vibe. Going, She's a wacko. <laughs> it's fine. My vibe. Uh, if you don't like it on a podcast, you're not going to like it on a coaching call. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a really great way for people to get to know you, who you are, how you talk, your energy, and almost screen is probably not the right word, but people get to work out if you're the filter, thank you, if you're the right person for them, which I think, yeah, content can do that in so many different ways. And again, as you were saying, the reason that we love TikTok is because it's so entertaining and it's a great way just to get to know someone's personality and what they're about and, and all of that good stuff. So, yeah, it's always, it's always content. <laughs> it's always yes, content. Exactly. <laughs> like if you follow me on Instagram, you know that basically I use my stories for memes. And if you're not down with memes, like, yeah, you're not going to be down with me. It's, cool. it's yeah. cool. I'm fine oh, with yeah. that. I'm I'm a fan of your Instagram stories. I quite often respond just with the laughing smiley face emoji yeah, because yeah. they are very good. <laughs> so I guess leading on from that question then, are there things that you maybe see people doing online or, you know, ways that people maybe show up or things that they do that you just like, I just wish that they knew that there was an easier way or a better way to achieve what they're trying to achieve without having to sell their soul or, you know, do do all of the things that are trendy these days. So any particular kind of pet peeves or things that you wish people knew about? Well, the the, the only thing that annoys me, really, like you do you, boo, I don't care. Like, honestly, if you're getting up there and getting visible, go, go nuts. I'm happy for you and I'll cheer you on from the sidelines, but don't do something because you feel you have to. If your audience isn't on TikTok, you don't have to be on TikTok. If you hate dancing in reels, don't dance in reels. But don't do something just because everyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And don't you dare bullshit me. People can smell a mile off. If you're going, I made six figures last week, no, you didn't. We can feel it. Like we are energetic beings to get woo-woo on you because Laura and I both down with the woo, but. We, we love the woo around feel, here. Oh, oh, we do love the woo. Um, we can feel it from a mile off. So stop lying. Stop hiring a Lamborghini and a mansion to pose in front of for your socials because we can feel it. Or yeah. Maybe, maybe us woo-woo people can feel it and they're not our jam. And that's mm. fine. But don't lie. 
it's horrible. Anyway, absolutely. But Again, as we said, trust and authenticity. Yeah, trust and authenticity. It's all it comes down to. Being living in your values. Stay aligned with your values. They are your. There's a word I'm looking for, and it's not going to come to me. But they're your yardstick by which to measure decisions. So. When you're making decisions in your business, you have to make them not because you should, which is my least favorite word, but because they, you feel that it's aligned with your values, it feels intentional and it feels inspired. That's how we make decisions, good decisions. And they're not always easy decisions and they're not always going to lead to something that's not scary. Like I was asked to speak in front of 30 something thousand people. I'm like, Virtually, I'm like, will that help me achieve my mission? Is it a business that's in line with my values? Yes, it is. Does it scare the hell out of me? Yes, it does. But I'm here for it. So, Jane, just as we start to wrap things up, I just wondered, is there any last words of wisdom or anything that you would like to share with the listeners about personal branding, you know, showing up online, any of the good stuff we've talked about today? Don't wait until it's perfect. Amen. You can make, you can do a word mark in Canva and have a website in Canva. You can just have a booking link. You don't have to have a logo of any description. Just go on Calendly or whatever and get a booking link and start showing up. Because you, you wait till it's perfect. You think it's perfect. It's not going to be perfect anymore. So just start selling and make money from the get-go, from the first time you have an idea. Because the first sales calls, the first sales, the first time you've coached someone or service, give them a service, it's not going to be perfect. Nor is the 10th time, nor is the 100th time. But you're going to learn along the way. And until you start selling, you're not going to know. And don't give stuff away for free. That's my other thing. You know, charge a normal amount. So, yeah. Yes, the energetic exchange, right? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I feel like we could literally have talked for hours and gone right down a number of rabbit holes. So thank you so much for being here. People would love to come and hang out with you online or find out a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Where can they come find you? They can come find me at Jane Mackay Coms on Instagram or on my website. You can just Google me, Jane Mackay Communications, and I you'll find me on Google because SEO. Okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thank you for Love it. me, Laura. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. It's been great. A great conversation to have. Jane is a great follow on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, I definitely recommend going and hanging out with you. We'll make sure we'll pop all of your links in the show notes. But Thank you so much for being here. It's been a great conversation. Thank you, Laura. It's been really fun and a wild ride. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the With Flow podcast. I hope that you loved hearing from Jane and learning all about amplifying your personal brand. I have popped all of Jane's links in the show notes to this episode so you can go find her website and her Instagram and hang out with her online. Until next week. Bye for now.